in my line of business at television, I'm always looking for a new idea, a new trend, a new character or story that can not only excite and interest me, but hopefully will entice the myriad of buyers in the television marketplace. I want to be a journalist, but if I'm being honest, I'm more of a salesman of ideas, a Willie Loman type, developing idea after idea, angle after angle. It's getting exhausting. Recently, I was sent to Chicago by a big time documentary filmmakers company to produce a series that is comparable to HBO's The Wire, cops, gangs, journalists, politicians, and the community at large, but it's a documentary. Upon completion, I've been searching for that next big idea, a story looking towards the future, something that captures this moment across the world. Maybe something commercial that can sell, something original or unique, something that can sit me at a computer, something to obsess over. I usually work in true crime or police stories. I've also made a few projects delving into hip hop, criminal lore and music. I have to be honest with you, as of late, in terms of ideas, been lost. Maybe a symptom of idea ADD. But very recently, I was sent a YouTube video. One of those videos that are located inside the deep caverns of the internet. And the title of that video is Bored Ape Nazi Club. Sounds weird, right? It's me, Rosemary Miller. I hope you all had an amazing weekend, and I'm here to bring you the latest crypto news and market updates. It's being reported that the creator of Board Ape Yacht Club, Yuga Labs, is suing an artist who goes by Writer Rips for seeking to devalue the brand. Writer Rips allegedly created a copycat Board Ape Yacht Club called RR Board Ape Yacht Club. The lawsuit claims that original Board Ape Yacht Club images were used and accuses Rips of marketing the NFTs as official Board Ape products. Some excitement for the Board Ape Yacht Club, although not the good kind of excitement. Hackers have stolen about $3 million worth of Board Ape NFTs. In the lead up to NFT NYC, Yuga Labs had a third party marketing department spray painting Ape Skull logo all over the city. This ape skull, it turns out, more precisely their actual full Board Ape logo as a stamp, is oddly similar to the Waffen-Totenkopf SS division of the Nazi military. So let me back up a bit. Board Ape Yacht Club is a series of 10,000 ape cartoons sold as NFTs. Since the project's launch in April of 2021, the value has amassed to over $8 billion and spawned many similar projects. The apes have various clothing and other traits. Most traits, though, are racially oriented or involve some type of weird military history. What has fascinated me the most as a journalist and television producer is the conspiracy theory behind the brand. But more importantly, the layered storytelling, iconography, and large celebrity names that have hitched their wagons to the project. Hollywood and Uber music manager Guy O'Siri. Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Steph Curry, Shaquille O'Neal, just to name a few. Even Jimmy Fallon has boasted 
about owning an ape, which makes me cringe even saying it right now. It's a weird thing to say. Last time you were on the show, I asked you to explain NFTs, uh, and you did so in a great way, uh, which is a very hard thing to really explain to a lot of people. But since then, Forbes has named you one of the 50, top uh, 50 most influential people in the NFT space. So congrats on that. I jumped in. I know, I heard. I'm I, so happy I taught you what they were. You did. You taught me what's <laughs> up, and then I bought an ape. I got an ape too, because I saw you on the show with people, and you said you got a moon pay, so I went and I copied you and did the same thing. Board Ape Yacht Club is the hottest NFT in the market, thus bringing in tons of different celebrities like Stevie Aoki, Jimmy Fallon, Snoop Dogg, Mark Cuban, Adidas, Logan Paul, Des Bryant, Stephen Curry, Eminem, Gary Vee, Dave Chappelle, The Chainsmokers, Von Miller, Future, Post Malone, Lamelo Ball, Josh Hart, Adam Drapper, Lil Baby, DJ Khaled, Marshmello, Diplo, KSI, Rich the Kid, and a whole bunch more. Would you spend thousands for this ape? Like any great conspiracy theory, the YouTube video labeled Bored Ape Nazi Club is a good place to start our audio journey and investigation. The video has almost 2 million views and is a fascinating piece of audio that was created and narrated by a guy named Philion who has 800,000 subscribers. It will be my source material moving forward for now, my signpost. Like the Sabruder film and the JFK assassination, I will analyze it to jump away into other paths of interest. See, on the surface, the Board Ape Yacht Club is more than meets the eye. It's unethical, the practice of, of having inside jokes that are so fucked up to people who don't even understand them and like and, and basically making fun of people to their face, right? Uh, to me, that that's really what's fucked up. And, and it's more fucked, it's actually more, to me, that's the crime here. The crime isn't that they're Nazis and they're racist, which they might be, and, and I'm sure they are accelerationists who are people who are just basically nihilists who don't give a fuck and want to see the world burn. And like, to me, that's probably a worse thing than being anything because you really are anti-human and you're selfish. These are pretty harsh accusations, but for clarity's sake, let me tell you my mission here, which is twofold. The conspiracy theory got me here, but the more I started to talk to people about this idea, the more I realized that the bored apes are like an octopus with tentacles into the worlds of gaming, crypto, movies, TV, intellectual property, fine art, the metaverse, and even a case that tracks back to the LA County Sheriff's Department Cybercrime Unit. Not to mention, the guys who created the apes have just raised $450 million from one of the most respected venture capital companies on the planet. So I'm not some 4chan internet nerd looking to bolster the theories that are currently out there. But what I've always wanted to do is become an audio archeologist, an investigator who finds sources of audio that I think define this singular story, but also define the elements of the entertainment business as I see it. There are a few layers going on here, but like the famous TV announcer Warner Wolf in New York City used to say, let's go to the videotape. 
What if I told you that one of the most successful NFT collections in the world was pulling off the biggest troll in internet history? No, not convincing people that this ugly shit is art or that it has any value. What if I told you that hidden within Bored Ape Yacht Club was a series of 4chan trolling, racist imagery, and white supremacy dog whistles. And with a deep understanding of cipher and cryptography, the founders of Bored Ape Yacht Club are making a mockery of the entire world. Pulling the strings of the global elite, including celebrities, athletes, actors, and influencers. This story is extremely complicated for many reasons. The problem with accepting the truth I'm about to tell you is that you have to have extensive knowledge of 4chan, internet culture, and symbolism to even wrap your head around this and understand the motive. The most important fact I'm about to tell you that you must remind yourself as we go along is that the entirety of Bored Ape Yacht Club is esoteric. By design, it is only meant to be understood by a select number of people with specialized knowledge. And as you can see here, it is considered based when others with that knowledge connect the dots. Sounds sexy, doesn't it? And what the proposition here is that the creators had the forethought, the intellectual genius, and possibly the ego to believe they were the smartest people in the room. They created this either as an inside joke or they were cold, calculated, and looked at the current state of the American empire and thought to themselves, fuck it, who cares? People are too dumb to understand anything at this point. So why not write, design, and create an esoteric attack that imbues Nazi symbolism and racist tropes? This is some deep thinking, and when I first started to listen and watch, it started to add up a little bit. Almost all of the absurdist references present in Bored Ape Yacht Club are glaringly obvious to the in-crowd and are invisible to anyone who isn't terminally online. I might as well be speaking a different language if I don't prime you on every aspect of this elaborate cipher. Combine this with Bored Ape Yacht Club being valued at over a billion dollars, and you have yourself the gold medalists of the Troll Olympics. This is a key passage because as far as I see it, what Board Ape Yacht Club might represent is this new hybrid of how entertainment properties will thrive in the metaverse. And the point of creating this ape world was that it was all geared to a new society, a new universe that is starting to form in the mainstream. But is this just all stuff that you would see in a fucked up science fiction movies? I mean, I finally come to accept that my career as a television producer might end up inside the world of virtual reality, the world of meta, the world that famed authors like William Gibson or Neil Stevenson and others have speculated inside of their fiction. For me, I need to now understand this shit because if this is the shift that is coming, I might as well be ready for it, right? But back to our quest here. And one of the other elements I love about this story is there's a lot of villains. And there is one villain in particular. Let's call him the Oliver Stone of the internet. I think writers rebellious in an interesting kind of a, kind of a way. I know, I, I know that part where some people think you know he's a dick, um, uh, in, in the sense that he's difficult or is challenging them in a way that maybe maybe they find insulting. He doesn't care if he, you know, rubs people the wrong way, if he has a more 
important point to get across. Ryder self-perpetuates his own celebrity. Ryder Ripped is a douchebag famous person. He's a fucking shithead. Real fucking dickhead. When I was a kid, I used to dream about making it big. I used to stare up into the glow-in-the-dark plastic stars on my ceiling, and I would just dream. I would imagine myself as a rock star, and I would imagine myself as a famed artist, as a bohemian, a free spirit, and a Bob Dylan. But eventually, I, I, I just grew up, started having lots of gay sex at an early age, and heroin was all I needed to live. But my story, my story isn't about that, I guess. It's about bigger things. It's about a movement and how I got caught up in it all. It's about fame, by any means necessary. Because I always knew I'd make it. I just didn't realize how easy it would be. Criminal-minded media fans, do we have a story for you. It's the 1980s, and few people were more feared in Brooklyn than legendary street figure Jimmy Rosemont, AKA Jimmy Hetchman, or Jimmy Ace. After serving time at Rikers Island as a youth, Jimmy made his play to go legitimate. Jimmy started Henchman Entertainment, where he managed artists and athletes, including Groove Theory, Akon, The Game, Gucci Man, Sean Kingston, Rick Ross, Shine, actor Michael K. Williams, and boxer Mike Tyson. However, even as Jimmy tried to outrun his henchman past, he would be sucked into the notorious East Coast versus West Coast rap wars. And later, the feud between 50 Cent in the game, these beefs would haunt Jimmy forever, shining the spotlight back on his nefarious past and drawing the attention of U.S. Attorney Todd Kaminsky. In June of 2011, Jimmy was arrested by DE agents and U.S. Marshals and charged in the Eastern District of New York with what is called the Kingpin Statute. This 13-count indictment alleged that Jimmy was the leader of a nationwide drug organization that was using the cover of his hip-hop music business and recording studios to transport close to 30 kilos of cocaine a month. Was it even possible that Jimmy, one of the most recognizable figures in hip-hop, could moonlight as a ruthless drug trafficker who ran a bi-coastal drug ring that distributed thousands of kilos of cocaine onto the streets of Brooklyn and Queens? Listen to Criminal Minded Media's podcast, Unjust Justice. The James Rosemont story. To hear this true story wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm still unpacking writer rips. And from what I can tell, he sounds like the Andy Warhol of his generation, mixed with the performance art of Andy Kaufman. But what are the motivations of Ryder? I'm not sure as of now. In January 2022, a website goes live called GordonGoner.com. Signed at the very bottom was the signature of Ryder Rips. Ryder Rips is eccentric and is a trendsetter in every regard. He created the Deal With It meme, Dump FM, Internet Archaeology, and V Files. When it comes to the internet, Ryder Rips is one of the most innovative artists of our generation. It's no secret that he uses internet culture and the nature of trolling to amplify his artistic messages. If there's anyone to educate others on iconography, and the meaning behind art, it's Ryder Rips. And if I happen to be the founders of an NFT project manipulating the masses into asserting value on racist imagery, I would not fuck with him. For the past six months, Ryder Rips and other researchers have collected all of the data and sources that highlight Bored Ape Yacht Club's successful but depraved continued stunt. And I say continued 
because they still operate unchecked. As you can hear, a feud is developing here among these young, enterprising artists and creators. Maybe a feud that either benefits both parties or continues down a path to destruction. What I wonder honestly is, is Ryder Rips the true originator of the Bored Ape conspiracy theory? Or was it birthed on the message boards of 4chan, a platform for mass shooters, sick and twisted alt-right narratives, and other quasi-fringe online groups that are okay spewing hate, irony, and analysis for their own echo chambers? 4chan is the gutter of the internet. Founded in 2003 by 15-year-old Christopher Moot Pool, this message board serves as a place where internet culture is born, discussed, and destroyed. Users on 4chan typically post as anonymous or anon. As they argue, the identity of a user adds nothing to conversations at hand. But the collective anonymous culture of the message board has devolved into a degenerate pit of despair. Along with anonymous identities, there is virtually no moderation. As a result of this, threads on 4chan spiral into some of the weirdest and most disturbing rabbit holes on the internet. So why even post? Well, as Ryder Rips described to me, Trolling is a sport on 4chan. This point alone is necessary in understanding the motive behind Board Ape Yacht Club. Throughout the internet's history, 4chan has been responsible for trolling mainstream media endlessly. One classic example of this was when 4chan tricked mainstream media into thinking the OK hand symbol signified white power. So already when you start talking about 4chan, I start to get nervous. If Ryder Rips was the originator of collecting and disseminating the various theories behind Bored Ape, did he also seed this among the hive on 4chan to serve his own selfish purposes? There is one thing right away that jumps out at you that points directly to the art and creation of the individual NFTs or pieces of art. And that is symbols of racist hate that are in plain sight. Imagine all of what I'm about to tell you is one giant coincidence. Somewhere along the grocery list of examples of Bored Ape Yacht Club being one massive alt-right inside joke is a point at which these similarities are no longer coincidences. Let's call this the tipping point. If I bring up one instance that highlights deliberate Nazi, fascist, or alt-right messaging, you may think to yourself, I see it, but that's a reach. So I ask you, what is your number? At what point do all of these examples become crystal clear in front of your eyes? For me, it was just one. First, let's talk about the apes as a whole. You don't have to look far on social media to see that many people believe the apes in Board Ape Yacht Club are inherently racist looking. Remember, they could have picked any animal, object, or thing to make an NFT project. Monkeys? Really? It seems a bit random, but we're dealing with deliberate messaging. This is not a mistake. This is Damon Dash, the founder of Rockefeller Records with Jay-Z. And then, I don't know if that monkey thing is like, cause what's the biggest the NFT? Eight, the, the eight. Eight. Board, eight. Board, don't board, don't board you think eight. that's a little condescending to our we culture just, we in a little talk, bit? We were just talking about that. I, I, I feel like, is, is that a way a nerd is trying to get cute and laugh at us? We were just talking about that. Because either way, you should tread lightly with monkey when it, as it relates to our culture, cause it's a trigger for us. Mm -hmm. And they keep doing it. So first I wasn't like, and then I was like, why is everything a gorilla or an ape or a monkey? Why it ain't a penguin or like a panda bear or something? Why is it something that's been used to, you know, disrespect us for years? So I don't know, you know? Yeah. And when 
language is difficult for a creative, that leaves a, a lot of room for exploitation. You know, so that means a lot of people that can understand may take advantage of those creators that don't want to understand. Damon Dash brings up a good point. And we probably can look to Twitter, Hollywood, or any workplace with examples of the sensitivities around dialogue on race and class. So if the imagery does rub people the wrong way, why is this story kind of relegated to the backwoods of the internet right now? And here's the thing. The founders of the Board API Club most likely can talk their way out of the Nazi representation. But I've listened and read almost everything on this story. And I've yet to hear anyone on their team talk about the racist elements and the imagery of the apes. This subject is touchy and above many people's pay grade of intellectualism, but something that I have to examine further. The board API closed the question is worth to yet again massive amounts of money and a cool thing hide the obvious here with the creators and their art. Do you guys realize for the last two years they got black people to invest in monkeys and dogs while making fun of us and taking our money from us? But Doge was going to the moon. When y'all get done, go look at Board Ape Yacht Club and go see the imagery of how it's connected to Nazism. It's damn near the same imagery, but they know we won't study long enough to say, and now look how many billions of dollars they've made off of us and our culture. And then the music industry gonna come in with more NFTs and continue to rob us. It's an important point, something I've been defaulting back to here. As the American empire, we continue to take our culture and degrade it down to a base level. Fuckboy Island, the real housewives of Dubai. Instagram snuff films, TikTok fuckery. We know the drill. And maybe the four individuals that founded the Board Ape Yacht Club sat around their apartments and Zoom calls and figured they could pull the proverbial wool over the people's eyes. I mean, in the origin story of the apes, they hung out in a dive bar. A part of the narrative had to do with writing penises on bathroom salts. Did they actually believe that they would get $450 million for this shit? What if we told you that if you purchased a JPEG of an ape for $300 a year ago, it would now be worth over $200,000.